tasty. Too tasty. Listen, y'all going to get this podcast. Like I told y'all, the beginning of these playoffs. This podcast ain't going nowhere. Hey, hey, tasters, welcome to another Tasty Tuesday with Stella Belafonte. Let me roll right into it. I am so proud of myself for even dropping this episode. Tasters, I'm going to get straight into my mentals. Mentally, I've just been feeling, um, you know what? I feel like this podcast space is, is huge and you got to get in where you fit in. You know, it, there's just so many different things about it that crowd my mentals. Like the fact that you hear everybody's got a podcast. And I had to think about it. Um, everybody's got an everything. Everybody's got a job. Or if you don't have a job, you have some sort of income. Um, everybody has fingernails. Um What else? Everybody has teeth in their mouth if they're fortunate. You know, I had to really get out of my head about this while everybody's got a podcast thing because I start to wonder, you know, like with my listenership and my tasters, I wonder what you like. You know, a lot of people don't tell me. Um, I get congratulated on my episodes. I love the repost. Thank you so much for my loyal reposters, Lachey, Cousin Glam, PJ. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate you, Madam Supernatural. Like, I really know you listen. But um, let me tell you what else fucks with my mental tasters. The followers, especially my IG followers that I don't even know if you listen to me, but just constantly sending me these reels and these videos that don't align with who I am as a person. Like, if you know me, you know my personality. You know what I'm into. If you're a taster, you know my top picks. And um, I don't know. Lately, I've been getting like... When I hit my DMs, when I see a message, I'm excited because I'm hopeful that it's regarding tasty topics and, you know, some other shit. And then I got a couple of tasters that they actually do listen and they share other things to me. I appreciate that, too. And so you tasters are excluded. I'm talking about people that follow me on Instagram, never like my pictures, don't communicate with me. We haven't spoken in years, and they just sending me all these reels and shit, and I'm like, fuck these ridiculous reels, is this the content that you're into, because this is not what I do, how about give me a listen, check, look, sit at my table and check out what I got, what I'm serving, and then send me some reels that align with that, but otherwise, um, yeah, mentally, that's what's really been, um, like I said, just crowding my headspace, just wondering. I don't want to say if it's worth it because I know it's worth it, but I just still have a lot of work to do. But again, mentally, I haven't been there. Physically, I definitely haven't been there. I'm proud of myself, though. This past Sunday, we're going to talk about my body, yaddy, yaddy. I went to my first acupuncture appointment in months. I needed it. You know, I just feel for myself like acupuncture really helps me out with my physical pain and I'm in a lot of it I'm not gonna start talking about that but um this is definitely gonna be a short stay I just wanted to provide some content let you all know that um I like what I do I definitely um I have a lot of work 
a lot of work to do regarding my podcast. And um, for the most part, I'm out here by myself. You know, um, I had a listener ask me, how do you come up with your topics? Actually, I don't run out of topics. My issue lately is, does anybody give a shit? Like my last episode that I dropped, um, old hoes gotta go. You know, it. did you like it? I don't know. Like I said, I really don't get the emails. Um, I don't get the DMs. Nobody, you know, I ask people to like and comment about, you know, what they do like about my episodes. And it's very rare that I get a response. So, you know, it's a lot to think about. You know, again, I never question if it's worth it because I know it's worth it. I know I'm worth it. And I know that my listeners enjoy my content. But um, it gets rough. Especially, like I said, when I get on places. Especially like YouTube. I think I really got to start fucking with YouTube. Like visibility is a big deal. And I want to shout out, yep, to my Batman. You know, he said if I put my content together, he knows how to jizz it up and cut up my reels. But I'm going to be real with you all. Tasters, the reason why I don't have much visibility... I don't like how I look right now. I'm a fat, bloated bitch. I don't want to see myself on camera. I'm not uploading anything, clips or nothing. I don't need him to edit anything for me. Not when I'm looking the way that I look. Like, even just talking about it, I feel tears coming to my eyes. And I apologize, Tasters. It seems like, you know, every Tuesday, I'm complaining. And I never wanted to get into that type of space you know ain't nothing tasty about every time you click the play button on my tasty topics is leaving a bad taste in your mouth well you know it's just a lot of things i want to get into let's just talk about certain subjects you know i do when i do get the emails i listen to you all you know one of my tasters sent me a message about as a matter of fact my friend Kay. you know how to be sexy and sexual. I think she was saying, you know, during the pregnancy, like that's a topic to get into. Um, another taster wanted to know, shout out to my girl Empress BK about more about polyamory, you know, polyamorous relationships. I got tasters to say that they want to be a guest. And let me tell you something as far as being a guest. Another issue that I have is, you know, my table is generally in my home. I don't have a studio yet. We're not going to get into that. I have space for a studio. I haven't made it into a studio, but I need to get that together. And because I'm going through so much, I kind of have an issue with like inviting people to my home. So if you want to be a guest on Tasty Topics, look, invite me over. Look, I, and I when listen, when I come over, anybody who knows Stella Belafonte will tell you, I come bearing gifts. I'm never empty-handed. I'm coming with a bottle or bottles, food, desserts, whatever you require. If you really want to be a guest at my table and or, you know, just sit at a table together and kick it on a tasty topic, I'm available. You just let me know when you're available and I'll come through. But right now, I'm really not interested in having anybody um, at my table in my personal space. So I'm just going to put that out there. And, um, you know, I feel like people do love celebrity gossip. But as I said, I'm always going to talk about celebrity gossip as it pertains to me. So, like I said, this is a short stay, but this is something I did want to get into. Tasters, I don't know what's going on. Here's the main course. Lately, 
People have been spilling hot tea. I'm talking about hot tea with um no lid, no potholders, just scalding hands, spilling it all over the place. What about that tea with the lady Deborah Lee, who was, if I'm not mistaken, the president of BET for a long time or a big executive at BET. She might have been the CEO after Bob Johnson, the billionaire who sold BET, hired her years and years ago. She has just revealed that she and this man went in a hot and heavy relationship. Tastes they was fucking. And this was while he was married and she was married. And according to her, she wanted out of that relationship. But Mr. Bob Johnson told her, you can get out if you want to. And that's the end of your job. Can you imagine, Tasters? Like, I thought my stories were tasty. Let me tell you something. My stories and my stories and my life is my life. I'm not out to dox anybody. You know, doxing I learned is when you reveal addresses and shit. Um, I'm not out to expose. You know, I change up names. I, you know, I try to keep it as... I don't want to say secret, but I don't spill everything. Lately, people like Deborah Lee, they spilling names, dates, locales, full details. They not caring about what the fuck the other person thinks. Like that man, Bob Johnson, is good looking now in his late 70s. I can imagine who he was 30, 40 years back. And let me tell you something. You know what's funny? Every year when I watch clips from the BET Award, for at least the past 10 years, she's been a presenter. She's always made a speech. There was always something about Deborah Lee. If you don't all know what she looks like, she's very thick, voluptuous woman. Not heavy at all, but thick, like round body, full body. Like hips, thighs, ass, heavy legs. You know, red-skinned woman, pretty face. And she's older now. Every time I saw this woman, I would say to myself, Something about this Deborah Lee woman says that she was hell on wheels back in her days. Y'all swear to God, it's just something that every time I saw her, you know, you just start creating a story about somebody in your mind. Well, I know we've all done it, Tasters. Like, you ever been somewhere? Like, it, it could be the airport. And you ever looked at a flight attendant walking by? Oh, shout out to all my flight attendant friends that I've been getting to know lately online. Oh, it's some hot flight attendants out here. And don't you ever look at these people and say, I know they got it going on. Like, I know they getting it popping with somebody on the job, a pilot, somebody doing something. Well, I always looked at Deborah Lee like that. Like, she just always gave me this look that made me say, somebody was chasing behind her or she was doing something with somebody that was salacious. And hell if I wasn't right. But I never thought in this lifetime that I would hear it, hear about it. Shout out to my, um, one of my favorite YouTubers, Funky Dineva. He was speaking about it. He said, you know, it actually made him lose a lot of respect for Deborah Lee telling her story. He said this is something that he would have taken to the grave. <laughs> I beg to differ. Everybody got a story to tell. I ain't hear Bob Johnson come out um, presenting her with no papers, setting her up with no gag order or, or, you know, no lawsuit. Not as of yet, because she just spilled this tea a couple of days ago. But it's hot tea. So what you think about that, Tasters? How do you feel about lately? Oh, let's talk about, you know, I should have read my disclaimer. 
but um, I don't have it in front of me. But again, like I said, I'm not here to spread gossip. I am here when I do report on celebrity topics. It's after they've already been dropped and it's as it could pertain to me and my life or events in my life. Let's talk about your girl, R&B singer, my sunshine has come, Angie Stone, with her claim that Idris Elba, the fine black British actor, Idris Elba, my ex-husband, I call him my ex-husband because I was a Wire fan for years. And when he was Stringer Bell, I was in love with him. I think I might have mentioned this. I was so in love with him that years ago, when you could get your landline and have your number show up on call ID, you could tell the phone company you wanted it to say any name. I was so in love with Stringer Bell that I had my caller ID show up with his last name. So if you got a phone call from Stella, it would say, um, Mrs. Stringer Bell or Stella Bell. <laughs> well, anyway, what you think of R&B Angie with the claim that years ago, Idris Elba was chasing behind her, but she turned him down. Angie Stone tasters turned down Idris Elba fine ass. And allegedly, it's because she was tired of people hating her. Not hating on her, but hating her because they feel that she had no business being with D'Angelo. She told the truth. Said that she was body shamed, fat shamed. I ain't gonna lie, I was in that number because when the secret was revealed years ago and her and D'Angelo's relationship was pretty hush-hush. It's like one minute you heard they was messing around and she had a baby and everybody was like, get the fuck out of here. And it's not even so much her looks. You ever saw that R&B show that she was on some years back? She doesn't have a very nice personality. She has a foul spirit. She's not a sweetheart. Like, she just, to me, doesn't have anything about her that I can imagine would capture these men's minds or just, you know, grab at their heartstrings. Come on, she got a baby out of D'Angelo and was turning out Idris Elba. I'm sorry, tasters. I need some proof. When I say proof, I don't care what y'all think of me. You know, people will probably say, well, what's wrong with Angie Stone? And she couldn't, like I said, it ain't so much on her looks. We ain't going to go there. But she really just never was a nice person. You remember when she was on that R&B show? Her and her daughter both got arrested for getting into a fist fight with each other. And she knocked her daughter's teeth out. Yeah, that ain't um a good example of being sweet and and, and wonderful as a woman, knocking your fucking daughter's teeth out in a damn fist fight. You know, I've spoken about that. You know, the violence, especially amongst your family, that is one of the biggest violations. You put your hands on me as a family member, you are as dead to me as a bitch in the streets. Well, anyway, Angie Stone, who was known for knocking her daughter's teeth out, says that she shut Idris Elba down. And that it actually turned them on. That she wasn't like stressed over him. I said, wow, these people were just spilling. And I know I got some stories, tastes, but let me tell you again. With each of my tasty top picks of my stories, I got receipts. And I will say this. Yeah, I do have quite a few stories of fine-ass men in my background. I have got some tales for you and some experiences. But what I don't have is a bunch of stories of turning fine-ass niggas down. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I was the type that was just shading men. And speaking of shade, I want to end on this note. Because I have been 
you know, in this funk and having the blues, I think about sometimes, like, what I want to get into when I snap out of this. You know, when I'm feeling myself again. Or even if I'm never feeling myself. Who knows? Maybe I've reached a point in my life where I'm never supposed to go backwards into feeling whatever it is that I was before who I am now. And who I am now, like I said, is somebody whose body is racked with pain. You know, who's always stressed out because I live in constant chronic pain. Like, who would I like to be after the pain is gone? Or once I've managed this pain and this vertigo. You know what I miss? I miss, like, really just going out. Like, I know all of my tasters who are close to me notice I turned down all dinner invites, invites to drinks. I owe so many friends dates, drinks. And I want to put this out there, like, even to my friends that don't listen. I just want you to know that I love you all. And I want to hang out. I want to hang out so bad, but I don't feel good. Shout out again to my cousin, Glenn PJ. She was having a conversation about that with me. I was saying, I don't even like getting dressed anymore because I can barely fit anything. You know, I'm scared if I keep it up, I'm going to end up on 600 pound life. And she said, you know what? As a woman, there's always going to be a time where you may want to just slip out. Always keep a pair of sexy, comfortable sweats leggings, you know, a nice sweater just to throw on just in case. And you know what? It, it, it does make a difference. So, you know, when I snap out of this a little, you might catch me in my leggings, my taste of friends that want to go out and do things. And, you know, I might come outside. I wanted to shout out to my cousin, Buttercup MD. She's my brunch queen, brunch, lunch, dinner. She don't let no grass grow on her feet, as they used to say back in the days. You know, she's been inviting me to things. You know, I guess people feel like that's the beauty of being off on weekends, but I ain't up to it. I'm not in the mood. Like, honestly, Tasters, I'm at a point right now that I avoid mirrors because I just feel so blah and fucked up. Like, I couldn't even tell you what I look like half the time. I know I'm clean, though. That's one thing I don't play about. When I go to my dental appointments, the dentist even tells me, like, my goodness. Like, I'm really one of those people that sit down in the dental chair and my dental appointment is over in under five minutes. That's no exaggeration. Yeah. So, I'm still clean and, and, and hygienically correct. But as far as sexy, yeah. I miss feeling sexy. I miss being a traffic stopper. I know you might say, damn, you know, oof, that's a bit much. No, the fuck, it's not a bit much. Stella Belafonte has been known to come outside with these big-ass thighs and my hips swaying in a short dress and really bring cars to a screech. Yeah, I miss feeling like that. I just miss being a fire starter. I ain't started no fires in a while, and it hurts. But these are the things that I miss. I miss travel. Like, honestly, I have actually recently turned down one or two vacation invites, girls trips, getaways, because, again, I don't like how I look. So when I get back to myself and feeling good, I want to travel. My bestie in Texas, she's dying to get into something. And I miss and love her so much, but I just don't feel like it. So, tasters, that's where I'm at with it. And, um... I just got a lot of shit to get together. You know, I didn't mean to get so emotional, but that's 
that's where I'm at with it. So I don't know how tasty this topic was, but it was, again, definitely a short stay. But I appreciate you for being at my table. And I want to shout out all my tasters who actually do listen. And when I list, like, when I'm feeling good and I talk about favorite restaurants and bars and things, they actually, like, take note. Or, you know, when I shout out friends who have product lines or their own businesses and they actually patronize them. You understand? Like that that makes me feel good. I feel you know they always say, Oh, we don't support each other. When did that myth start that blacks don't support each other? You know, go back to my episode, um, support my black ass business. I'm one of the biggest supporters of black business until you shade me. Look, until you do me wrong and you make me feel bad for spending my money at your establishment or on your product. But otherwise, I'm very supportive of my black people, men, women, all of you. I support black business. So um, I implore you all to keep supporting my black ass business. And um, next time I record, you may just get a visual. And oh, I'm going to have some wine. Um... This past Sunday, my Batman picked me up from my doctor's appointment, well, my acupuncture appointment, and presented me with a bottle of Stella, look, a red Stella wine that I didn't crack open. And I thought it was funny because he doesn't drink. And I said, you know what, somebody probably gave that to him. <laughs> he passed it on to me. But it's okay because I do love a good red. Oh, I hope it's tasty. I'll keep you posted. Until next time, tasters. Bye.